Bible Study Podcast, episode 178. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of fruitful parenting. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. This is part six of Fruitful Parenting, and if you have not heard the first five parts, I suggest you pause this and go back and listen to those first. So as we've talked about in these first five episodes, my contention is that the best verse in the Bible in terms of a guideline for parenting is, strangely enough, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, I noticed that I've been quoting one from memory that is a little different from the version that I have put in the show notes, which is from the New International Version. So let me read that. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, the three of those that we have not yet covered are patience, faithfulness, and self-control. And I'm not sure that you necessarily see the same theme there that I do, but when I look at those three, I see a bias towards a long-term view. And I'm reminded first of a psychological study, actually, that was done that said that the greatest gift you can give your children, that the greatest attribute that will predict success in children or in individuals was dubbed by a psychologist to be called EQ or emotional quotient. And I don't know if you've heard the classic experiment, but they took four-year-old children and they gave them a marshmallow. And they said, if you can wait five minutes to eat this marshmallow, we'll give you another one. But you don't have to. You can just eat this marshmallow now. And they took those children, and some of the children, of course, could not wait and ate the marshmallow immediately and only got one. And some were willing to wait, and it ended up with two. This was a long-term study, and they found that later on, the kids that were willing to wait, who could take a long-term view, where long-term is really defined as five minutes in this case, or ten minutes, I don't remember what the number was, but it was relatively short, those children were more successful. Now, you could see why this might be the case, because these are children who would study when studying was needed. These are children who might exercise, even though exercise might not be fun now. These are people who will grow into individuals who will have an eye on where they want to get and will work towards it. They won't just bemoan the fact that they're not where they want to be. They will make a plan and they will execute it. Now, when we look at the three verses, the three words, rather, that we're talking about this time, we have patience, faithfulness, and self-control. So let's let's look at patience, first of all. That one, I think, is fairly obvious in terms of a long-term view. Patience is when you don't get what you want right now. And most of us get an opportunity to practice or to learn patience every day. And those of us with children or with small children, certainly every day and several times a day, probably get an opportunity to practice patience. Because children don't grow up immediately. Children start immature and they stay immature for a while. And hopefully they grow out of that. But patience is where we have this long-term view of where we're trying to get towards and we continue to work towards it. But how about the word faithfulness? How is faithfulness related to a long-term view? Well, think of faithfulness in a marriage or faithfulness in a friendship. 
what faithfulness says is that despite what we may go through today, and granted, my wife and I didn't have a great day yesterday, but we've been married 28 years. So faithfulness says that despite the fact that yesterday wasn't the best of our days, that I should continue to be faithful to my wife because in the long term, that's not only good for the one I love, but it's also in my best interest. That to create a stable home, to create a healthy marriage, I need to be faithful. To create a good friendship, I need to sometimes overlook those little slights that happen. Now, when we were five, we could be enemies or friends very quickly, and things changed very quickly. So I remember that my son had someone who was his best friend through elementary school, and he had this habit of saying that that friend, Jim, wasn't his friend the year before. Oh, yeah, I hated him. Well, he didn't really mean he hated him, but he means he wasn't his friend. And that changed. Well, as we get older, I think most of us will find that our friendships develop and our friendships mature and our friendships deepen. And the way that they deepen is if we are faithful in that relationship. Certainly, the relationship of parenting of all the relationships calls for even more faithfulness than most friendships. Probably the only relationship that requires more faithfulness is the marriage relationship or our relationship to God. But we are called to be faithful, to have a long-term view in our relationships. And then we're called to self-control. And self-control, I lump it in this sense of long-term view also because self-control is the opposite of the temper tantrum. It's the opposite of the reaction. It's the ability within the moment, and this is a real sign of maturity. It's the ability within the moment to look at the long-term view, the ability to put things in perspective. Certainly, when you have a child who is three and they stub their toe, it seems like the world is against them and they burst into tears and we expect that. The best we can do is try and distract them a little, but we don't try and reason with them and we don't try and get them a long-term view of at least it's just a stub toe, it's not cancer, it's not you've lost your job, it's not... You don't do that with a child because we expect them to react that way because they are immature. They are appropriately mature for their age, but they're not as mature as they will be. But when you're with an adult who reacts in that sort of fashion... When you're with a teacher who yells at the class all the time, they lose authority and they lose respect because we don't expect mature people to behave in that fashion. We expect them to have a long-term view. We expect them to have perspective. Let's look at some of the Bible verses about these particular words. One of the verses that I found, of course, was from Colossians, which I think was from Colossians 1, verse 11, which I think I used last time. This is a prayer of Paul to the Colossians. For this day since we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience. 
and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. So as Paul looks at the Colossians, he looks at them with this sort of long-term view. He understands that they are growing. He understands that they are gaining knowledge. He understands that they are bearing fruit. They're growing in the knowledge of God. They're being strengthened. He doesn't look at them and say, why aren't you complete yet? He is faithful to them. He is patient with them. And he is bearing with them and encouraging them. And encouraging is something that can more easily come out of self-control, obviously, than out of reacting or out of a temper. If we look at Proverbs, Proverbs has a lot to say about patience. Proverbs 9, verse 11, a man's wisdom gives him patience. It is to his glory to overlook an offense. I love the way that sounds. It is to his glory to overlook an offense. Proverbs 14.29, a patient man has great understanding, but a quick-tempered man displays folly. Proverbs 15.18, a hot-tempered man stirs up dissension, but a patient man calms a quarrel. Proverbs 16.32, better a patient man than a warrior, a man who controls his temper, than one who takes a city. As Solomon was looking at people. He was valuing those who were patient and who had self-control. He was valuing those who had a long-term view. We are called to have a long-term view of our relationships and our most important relationship, our faith, our relationship with God. We are also called to a long-term view, to look at our daily decisions from a long-term perspective. Yes, I might want to do this today. I might want to sit in front of the TV tonight and veg. And maybe that's a good long-term decision because I'm just so tired. I need recreation. I need recreation. But if I do that every night, perhaps that's not the best use of my time. Perhaps that's not moving me towards where I want to be in my job, where I want to be in my family, where I want to be in my knowledge, where I want to be in my church, where I want to be in my faith, where, whatever my goals may be, whatever it is that I think that God is moving me towards, every decision that I make on a daily basis moves me towards or away from that. And so we are called to have a long-term view in our relationships, in our faith, and most especially in our parenting. And I think that By doing that, we can also help nurture that in our children, in our friends, in our family. To nurture them in being patient, to nurture them in gaining self-control, and to nurture them in being faithful. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast, and I think probably this study. I'm not sure what we'll do next week. I've got some interesting changes going on in my life, so I'm not sure exactly that there'll be a show next week. We'll have to see. I'll let you know more as things develop. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com or follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together we can do this.
With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.